This is Bigger Than the Score with Peter Ferguson on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, good morning. Welcome to 93.7 The Ticket. This is Bigger Than The Score. Peter Ferguson with Peter Ferguson BHS LLC and joined as always on the ones and twos. I continue to say we'll we'll change it in 2024, but the Dr. Dre of the board (laughs) and of the station, Mr. Harrison, how you doing this morning? Doing great. Uh, it's good Husker morning. Obviously, I'm sure we'll get into it as throughout the rest of the, all the shows today. Husker <laughs> volleyball got yep. the win as they continue through the volleyball tournament. But uh, yeah, it's been a good morning. We just had Jay on for Inside the Huddle. Got plenty more. And we say it all the time, but these Sunday shows at this point, they're just awesome. Like we got great content all day and it goes pretty much all the way till 11 o'clock. Um, and to have this be my job, yeah, I'm always in a pretty good mood pulling up here on a Sunday. <laughs> no, you can't complain about that. And mm-hmm. like I said, was at Husker Volleyball last night with wife and daughter and got to see them go. And oh, you punch actually their, were in yeah, person. Yeah, I got to punch their team. You know, Rico's not the only one who gets to sneak <laughs> in. Um, unfortunately, I'm going to have to talk to DP if he's um, um, making travel plans for multiple people from the ticket to go. I'm, I'm not sure if Rico understands that it's going to the volleyball game, not Disney World, because I don't <laughs> think Rico's tall enough to ride all the rides at Disney World. So. I'm a little concerned um, he might be confused what this is all about um, on his travels. But congratulations to the Huskers. Um, you know, phenomenal accomplishment. And Arkansas did, you know, like I said, gave them all they could handle last night. Yeah, um, that first set, you were yeah. wondering, like, Arkansas looks pretty good there. Yeah. And it was to the wire there. And eventually, Nebraska's experience and uh, just their comfort. It feels like they've just been in that spot so many times. They seemed really comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I was still impressed by Arkansas. I thought that'd be one where we could just kind of show out in that first set and take care of business, but they were clawing the entire time. Yeah. Arkansas was impressive. Number 10, Gillen. I think it was Gillen. 5'7", yeah. 5'7", um, five, seven, five, seven outside. And for for collegiate level, Division One was just handling things. And so, you know, so congratulations to the Huskers. Um, a lot of news going on. The Heisman Trophy last night to um, mm-hmm. LSU, uh, Jaden Daniels. And, yep. um, and so congratulations to him. Really was taken by his speech and some of the things that he said, um, especially how he just thanked not just the coaches and his family, but he thanked like the trainers, the grounds crew and other people who were instrumental. Um, so on that, a lot of seasons kind of coming to an end collegiately mm-hmm. at different levels. Want to kind of give a shout out to some of those who've received recognition. Um, just a, a, a family and daughter's friend, uh, Reagan Wells. I know she plays for Washburn um, in division two soccer and they were in the finals and ended up losing. So we're runners up national champions. So at any level, a, a huge accomplishment, a number of individuals locally received some acknowledgments and recognitions awards um again individual um no rachel walker um and a number of people at wayne state went to the mm-hmm. final eight and just unfortunately just ran into a buzzsaw um cal state um Lenoma, um was unranked and ended up winning the division two volleyball tournament and so um that was um quite a surprise but yeah. um rachel walker um a number of nebraska kids peyton neff um daughter as i've talked about in the past taya beller kelsey chata some people from wahoo in the area received some nice recognitions as all americans and things like that so again just wanted to make sure we acknowledge some of those um as kind of some seasons and careers come to an end and high school sports are in full swing so um just continue to listen to 93.7 the ticket um we got a full full studio and full show today so we're going to mm-hmm. kind of run right into things yeah absolutely and if you guys want to join the show at all at any point sarder Heyman text line 402-464-5685 is the sarder Heyman text line uh and then we have robert from youtube saying good morning and then a one more unknown texter from the text line we were in a blue coat last night 
Uh, Might yes. have had some eyes on me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did get some questions on the the person next to me is like, "Are you for Nebraska?" <laughs> and, um, I was wearing my blue coat, and my Cowboys hat, and I was just were. getting prepped for the game today. Um, I needed that time. Um, my family did not want to own me um, at that point, but on the way out, I am going to admit I had two Cowboys fans say, "How's it going to go tomorrow?" <laughs> I'm pulling for you. So how about them Cowboys? So um, I was in my element and. And I needed to do what I needed to do. And the Huskers had plenty of red there. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. The Huskers got to win. If that would have went the other way, I might have been looking at you. <laughs> I, I think some people wondered if I was a confused Kentucky fan. I didn't realize they lost and picked up the ticket still. So, yes, that was me. Oh, but absolutely. Again, uh, you guys always feel free to join in. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that that 5'7 girl. Her vertical had to been at least 32, 35 insane. inches. Because uh, my girlfriend had to point that out, and I was like, "There's no way she's five seven yeah. playing outside hitter." Then you see her out there, uh, just incredibly impressive. And again, it'll be super exciting to watch this tournament. And then, of course, shout out Wayne State, just all the, the volleyball programs here in Nebraska. And you see the John Cook coaching tree, especially yes. when you're watching this tournament. Yeah, and in Nebraska, definitely just really sells and does well at volleyball, and it shows not only in the D1 program, but we talked about Wayne State and all the other smaller programs around here, Carney as well. Uh, but nonetheless, we do got a couple of guests. We'll go ahead and bring them in on this first segment before we get to the others. Yeah, no, it's excited again to have um, a couple of individuals that I've known for a while in-house. Uh, one has been here but has not been to the new studio <laughs> quite yet, so she's looking and um, she's kind of taking it all in. It's like, why did it take so long to have you here? But we got Dana Berger and Coach Tim Barrett here. How are you doing this morning? Good, 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 real good. Doing, doing great today, Pete. Thank awesome. You. Fantastic. Well, um, we're here to kind of talk about um, some involvements that you are, but also the roles that you have kind of in your day-to-day -day life. But um, we'll get to a little bit of the, the collaboration that you have and why it's seamless that you're both here today. But Dana, first off, tell us a little bit about yourself. Are you from Lincoln? What's your, what's your current role here? Yeah, I am. Um, I feel like I'm, I'm from Lincoln now, but I've been here for almost 30 years. So I, I grew up down between Auburn and Fall City is where I'm originally from. Came to Lincoln to go to college. Um, and uh, right now I'm at Norwood Park Elementary at the Community Learning Center. I'm the school community coordinator for our before and after school program. Awesome. And tell me a little bit who's in your family. My family, well, I have my my husband, James, who, Pete, you, you've known him for a yep, long time. Yep. Give him a shout out. Um, and my two sons, um, Brennan and Brogan. And Brogan is here with us, um, hanging out with us in the studio. Awesome. And Coach Berta, um, how about you? Uh, doing good. Uh, grew up in Fremont, Fremont guy through and through. So I, I was going to ask the question earlier, and I didn't. Uh, it, do I get to sit where Steve Sippel sits? Because <laughs> Steve and I were uh, we're the same age, you know, okay. the pride of Columbus as always. But um, no, grew up in Fremont and and had a great experience there, going all through school and uh, went to university. Ended up uh, first twenty two years of my teaching career was down at Weber Claytonia, which uh, Dana knows very well because she would come to some of our games. But coached the boys down there for for twenty two years, and then uh, moved up here when as my kids got older. Um, Alex and Emerson both played at Southwest and uh, got back into coaching. I was just dad for three years and then got back into being assistant with uh, Coach Rump over at Southwest and have continued that. I teach at Scott Middle School, so I teach sixth graders. So it's kind of unique in the fact of I get to see the kids before they get to high school, which is a wow. fun experience for me because you get a little read on character and uh, things like that, which is which is for me is really neat to see them progress from coming in as sixth graders and evolving into graduating and going out into the real world. 
Awesome. So your sixth graders, I know they're up bright and early, all just like new Coach Berta and Teacher Berta was going to be on the radio today. So go <laughs> ahead and give them a shout out. What's some piece of advice that you'd give them for Sunday? Is there some assignments they're supposed to bring back tomorrow or not? Well, what we talk about most than anything is make sure you listen to your parents first. <laughs> <laughs> and if they say do it, do it. Um, but no, our, we have great kids down at Scott. So it's, it's, it's just a blessing for me to be able to work with them on the day to day. Uh, it's not always perfect, but it's uh, we're, we're trying to get them headed in the right direction for some life skills. Awesome. Fantastic. No, a good group that comes out of Scott Middle School, and thanks to the staff and administration over there. So, Dan, what, tell us a little bit about, like, those that may not know about what Norwood Park is, where is it at, and then your role as a CLC. How does that kind of complement the the school so to speak sure um well norwood park a lot of people don't know where we're at we're up in havelock um and we're in a residential area so if you're in havelock you wouldn't see the school you have to drive drive in there but we are um i don't know where we're at um either smallest or second smallest elementary in lincoln and so we're k to five and um we have a before and after school program where um, kids can come in at um, seven in the morning and we do some activities before school, um, try to get some energy out before they get in the classroom and then some breakfast. And we head them, we send them off to school at nine o'clock. Um, they come back to us at 3.38 and um, some of them stay with us until about six o'clock. So we have a lot of different um, academic and um just activities that we like to engage them, give them different experiences that they may not normally get. So, so you you kind of have, you surround them. And so some people are saying nine o'clock and they're like, whoa, okay, that's yeah. a little late. So talk, late talk a little, you're a late start and talk yeah. a little bit about what that is. And so what you provide before school that, you know, maybe some other schools are already in. Yeah, um, sure. That it's necessary for that nine o'clock for parents either to get to work or to kind of start their day. Yeah, I, I think, you know, we have the early, early start and late start. And so I think that's a lot of it's due to busing in Lincoln okay. is the reason why we have um, different time frames all over. But um, we just, we, you know, we're there for the parents and the families and, and they got to get to work. And okay. so we, you know, in the morning, it's pretty, it's pretty laid back. You know, they're still trying to wake up and. and well, we are too. Yeah, well, I mean. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all are. We're all working together, yeah. but um, we, you know, we want to help them get ready for the day. And so, you know, every day looks different. Wow. It could be them coming in and just kind of chilling out um, to where we try to do some activities with them, some social emotional activities, um, physical activities. Like I said, we're getting to the time of the year where it's getting cold. And so uh, we're not able to spend as much time outside, but we try to get them outside just to get, get their, their wiggles and their energy out before they go into the classroom. Cool. And, and Coach Berta, talk a little bit about, obviously, you're at Scott teaching, you know, kind of that, that middle school range, but you're, you're the head coach at Lincoln Southwest. Talk a little bit about the program at Lincoln Southwest. What are some of the pillars? I know uh, family, I see that on a lot of things. Um, you know, what, what's that program about? What's it like? Um, what are some of the things you stand on? Well, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, but that, that core value goes back to when I was with the boys at Warburg Claytonia and, and talking about uh, family first comes before anything, and then it comes school, and then it comes athletics. So we kind of evolved that into it in Southwest, and that was kind of a work in progress when I first got there um, eight years ago with Coach Rump, and he was getting it going and, um, and and things like that. But what we wanted to do was eventually get to the point where kids are are worried more about other things than themselves. 
uh, more about other things than basketball. Um, you can learn a lot of things through basketball, but there's also things you can learn through basketball doing other activities. For example, uh, our venture here, but um, those being the most important things. Um, one of the other things that we really stress at Southwest, especially with our girls program, is being involved in other sports. Um, we have multi-sport kids. Um, every kid that we have playing on our varsity team and our JV team uh, is involved in another sport. Um, and I think that goes to our coaches because I have a great assistant coaches staff um, with Nicole Kubik, who knows more about basketball um, than than probably anybody in our building, um, and Tom Drews and Alex Israelson. All of our coaches also coach another sport. They're all track coaches. Coach Kubik coaches volleyball. So we try to emulate what we preach in the sense of being involved in multiple things. So our basketball kids aren't necessarily diehard, uh, one sport, play it all year long. We want kids that are multifaceted, involved in multiple things, different groups of people and things like that. So if you can do that, I think it's going to blend your group. Um, we're not always perfect in December, but as time goes along, we hope to be still really loving basketball when January, February rolls around so we can peak at the right time. And I think that's been something I think you mentioned Coach Rump, who was your predecessor there and um you know, Coach Brendan, who's been on the show, like that that school culture has always been there. And I people say multi-sport, but I've always said multi-involved. You know, there's been individuals that have been in choir, that have been in theater and band. And so that is something that's been really promoted. And because of that, um, kind of want to get into that venture that um, that has existed for 10 plus years in some different capacities is, I, I've entitled it The Bird. <laughs> the the Bird, since you got Southeast and Roadrunner. I don't know if the Roadrunner is actually a bird, but we'll, fi- we'll figure it out. So. Um, but um, basketball clinic, engagement, however you need to, to frame it. Um, and so how did that come about? And I know Coach Berta, I think you've been there since maybe kind of I, I think year, year I think two year or two. three. Yeah. But I know Alex, um, your daughter, was involved in kind of mm-hmm. one of the first inaugural years. So talk a little bit about that, Dana, and what, what that is. Sure. Um, we, I think we were looking at time frame. I think we, what we did, we started in 2015. Okay. Um, and um, Pete's over there being honest, but he's he's kind of the one that that started all of this with his daughter, Jaden. And, um, and so I've, I've only been there for seven of those years. Okay. And, um, but, it's gotten much better those seven yeah. years, those first three years <laughs> I was teaching wrong footwork. I didn't know how to shoot. We were doing rebounding drills the whole time. The kids were like, this isn't fun. It might still be like that, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it is, it is getting better. But, um, so what the partnership is, which is, it's actually, um, the longest partnership that um, CLC Norwood Park CLC has um, the strongest I feel sometimes too. So um, we with Coach Rump, um, he would bring over and with Coach Berita bring the girls over to Norwood Park. Um, we typically do it in December around this time. Uh, we actually did it this last week was when we got together last Monday to do do the clinic. But um, it's just a really great experience for everybody. You know, it's like it's it's for the kids, but it's also for the older scholars and for us adults just to kind of have fun and um, be together as a family. You know, coach was talking about, you know, the family and on the back of their uniforms, sweatshirts, that's something that they represent. And also at Norwood Park, Norwood Park, that's something that I that I I really talk about with our kids is that we are family, and so it just makes sense that we are a good partnership because we have a lot of the same values and 
and um, we know that it's really important to to support uh, support our scholars. Well, and I and I think as you talked about that connection, um, Tim, talk talk a little bit of just about you know why you know why continue to do that. Um, it's been titled the best practice of the year, and um, and I think it, it's whole it's held true because I think I've I've been at, at banquets and um, I know Jaden that's something she still talks about and still has connects. And so why continue to do this when you're in the beginning of your season? You want to get some repetitions. Kids, scholars are coming off you. The school just won a state volleyball championship, and so you're like, okay, these are minutes, and a lot of coaches are like, okay, I can't give this time away. I need these reps. Uh, just an ironic connection. So, so we, the first time I went out there was in 2016. Okay. Uh, the fall of 16 yeah. in, in, in December. Um, and ironically, that's the only one with the state tournament. Oh, so, yeah. uh, we had, you know, Jaden and Alex and Emerson and, uh, Emma, Emma. who I hope we touch yeah, on a little yeah, bit yeah. in a little, in a little while. But, um, I think those kids saw the importance of how much it was for the little people at Norwood Park, but also for themselves, um, knowing that. It, it's bigger than basketball, really. I mean, I know that's a catchphrase and bigger things like this, that. Bigger than the score, bigger like, than what this, we, like, big, like what we like to use. From a basketball guy, from a basketball guy, it's bigger than basketball because yeah. um, we are at a time where where practice is really, really important, yeah. and we just take the day off and we go over there and 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 let them work with the kids and and things like that. So we put our basketball aside for the time, and and it's more. The, the basketball is secondary when we go over to see, to the CLC with with Norwood Park. It's it's more valuable about being with the kids and interacting with the kids and signing autographs and and making their day. Which in turn, our kids don't realize until they leave. It's like wow, that was pretty cool. Wow. Well, we are going to touch on some other things. I think what we want to do is our next segment, we want to bring some participants in and share the experience. So we have Catherine or Kathy um, and Carlos um, here who are both who had participated in the in the the, the bird, so to speak. Um, and then we're going to get back and have you two on after that and then talk a little bit of just about, you know, Emma, who's been instrumental and some of those others who've laid a foundation and then um, just kind of where the future lay, lies for this. Yeah. So we'll be back on 93.7 The Ticket, bigger than the score.